0: Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hi Church, welcome to Church Online for this week. Wherever you're watching from, whether podcast or on the internet, we just want to say a huge welcome to you. Uh, Whether you're part of our church family or whether you're brand new, we just pray today God blesses your heart. What a weird season we're in. What an unusual season we're in. Um, But even in the weirdness, God is still doing some amazing things. And we're still hearing some incredible testimonies of lives being changed and touched uh, by his presence. And we just believe that God's going to continue just to reach into people's hearts and reach into their lives and continue to just impact people from all over the world. Uh, Last week we were so blessed, Pastor Joel uh, spoke an amazing message called, God set me on fire. And if you missed that, I want to encourage you to go back, have a listen to that. It was a really great message that really encouraged us as a church to pray dangerous prayers before God Um, our theme this year is the roar of revival and we believe that when you have a heart of revival that it comes out through a roar a lion roars it knows who it is it knows the authority it carries and today we just want to encourage you to know your roar in God I want to continue on this theme of the roar of revival and dangerous prayers by sharing today around a topic Today's topic and theme is this, the prayer, draw me near. God, draw me near. We have some amazing songs that we sing about drawing close to God. It's a prayer that God actually loves us to pray. It's a prayer that's a holy prayer. It's a prayer that comes from his heart. And I want to encourage you today that one of the greatest prayers you will ever pray is God, draw me near. And today, I just want to encourage you that it's a prayer that God will answer. There's also, though, some costs with it, and we're going to talk about that today. But it's costs worth paying in order to draw near to God. Recently, I had the joy of becoming a dad. Um, I had a little boy, Charlie, and I had a son, uh, and he is now three weeks old. Uh, I actually want to introduce him today. So, Charlie, come over here. This is my son in whom i'm well pleased and uh hi church yeah this is uh bear oscar james halliday and he is sleepy right now he's just had a bunch of milk and uh he's just giving you the most i don't know yeah there you go he's just the best little thing in the world best little human um and what i love about my son well i want to say my wife is incredible isn't she what an amazing woman of God she is and she's just done so well with the birth and raising us raising us raising (laughs) raising this this little guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much and uh but you know what the love that I feel for him is just exceptional it's a love that I've never felt before and Um, You know, when it comes to drawing near, you don't need to tell me to draw near to my son. I can't wait to hold him in the morning, through the night when I'm feeding him. Well, that makes me sound like I'm doing all the work. We have shifts. Um, He's doing an incredible job, Church. you would be very proud, very impressed. Changing the dirty nappies as well, even amongst the dry reaching. (laughs) I know, I never thought I'd change a dirty nappy, but... A bit of dry reaching, but I'm getting there and we're making it happen. But um, I just wanted to introduce you to this little guy and uh, at some point, church family, you'll get to meet him in the flesh. By then, who knows how big he'll be. He's growing every day, so big. But um, yeah, so there you go. Here you go, Charlie. Yes, I didn't drop him this time. I I never dropped him, sorry. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is about about my son is that I love drawing near to him because I love him when it comes to God when it comes to you God loves it when you draw near to him and if you have your Bibles I want you to look at James chapter 4 verse 8 so if you have your Bibles just turn to James chapter 4 verse 8 and while you're doing that I'm just going to pray for us that the Holy Spirit would just impact our hearts today father god we thank you for your presence we thank you for your love we thank you that you love us and today holy spirit i pray that you would just invade every single person's world i pray that you would touch their hearts i pray that you would raise them up lord with your holy spirit power right now and i pray as we come around your word holy spirit that you would touch every heart and most of all that lord jesus you would be lifted high in every single person's heart today in jesus name and everyone said amen when we pray the prayer drawing near to god it is a prayer that he will answer but i have found in my life that so often it's a prayer that's tested and often when we pray prayers we have to go through a season of testing if you like it's easy to make big statements it's easy uh to pray big prayers but then god says okay if that's what you want Let's actually make it real. And if you think about the process of uh, refining or the process of uh, silver, the Bible talks about the refining of silver and how they you have to heat silver to a place of being really hot. All the imperfections come to the surface. You get rid of those imperfections. And then what remains is pure silver. And when it comes to these prayers from our heart, God wants us to pray dangerous prayers he wants us to pray big, bold prayers, prayers that are scary to the natural. But we have to understand that in that, God says, okay, well, let's put it through a bit of a process of refinement. And what happens with the refinement is it's not comfortable. It's not something that we go, yes, high five for refinement. No, often it's actually uncomfortable and it's actually quite lonely. And it's something that actually we have to dig deep into ourselves and work out our conviction and I think about like theory versus conviction you know everyone has theories everyone has opinions you want to know if someone has a conviction their theory gets tested and if it's still what they believe it becomes their conviction and we have a generation often that is built on Facebook statuses but no actual conviction behind what they're saying because they haven't gone through the big words they declare. They haven't gone through the testimony or the testing of those theories. And with God, the scripture gives us a whole bunch of great theology. And he says, I actually want to apply that to your life through testimony, through testing, so it becomes a part of who you are and it becomes a part of your testimony. And when it comes to praying dangerous prayers, what happens is we become people who make big statements and I encourage you, keep praying big prayers. But in that, don't be too surprised when you realize, wait a second, I'm being tested on the very thing that I'm believing God for. And I know in my life, there's seasons where I felt like God was drawing me near to him and I felt like I needed to draw near to God. And the same seasons where you find yourself getting extra busy, getting extra distracted, getting extra discouraged, whatever it might be, and it's like, I need to come back to what it's all about. What is God calling me to do to draw near? I remember one specific example was I I had the privilege of going to Bible college uh, for a few years. And I remember it was a big college and I didn't know anybody when I first went and I went up there and I'm a pretty shy person by nature and it was a pretty big deal. And I, I thought, you know what, I actually want to meet as many people as I can and and make as many you know, connections and friendships as I can, which is really, really powerful. And I spent the first term, I tell you, I met so many people, I built so many friendships and it was great. And then one day I felt the Holy Spirit just put on my heart and say, I did not call you to Bible college to build friendships i called you to encounter me and i realized that my motivation although it wasn't evil good friendships are actually really powerful but it wasn't the motivation that god had actually placed in my heart he called me to go there to encounter him to break off mindsets and to go deeper in drawing near to him and i had to take a moment of just real repentance and real just god i'm going to realign myself Um, to what you have called me to do to drawing near and it's funny it took me a whole term to get there but by the grace of God he's very kind and it's all good but basically it was a season of testing why I was in a season what I was doing and when it comes to your life drawing near pray it But also, don't be surprised when you do get a bit more busy, when you do have some challenges, when you do uh, find that things come along and, and take your focus, because what happens is God is saying, do you really want to draw near to me? And if we respond with, you know what, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the season of busyness, I'm still going to draw near. What happens is it proves authentic the prayer that we just prayed. Don't be somebody who prays unauthentic prayers. Be somebody who prays prayers that are from your heart, that are genuine, because they're the prayers that move God's heart. And I just encourage you today, when it comes to drawing near to him, there might be a price to pay, but the price is worth it in Jesus' name. So James chapter 4 verse 8 says this, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Let's read that again. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. This is such a powerful, powerful verse. I actually love this verse. One of my favorite verses, actually. That God promises that when we draw near to him, he will draw near to you. And that is an unlimited type of prayer Basically, we determine often how close we get to God. Often we wait for God to come to us, but sometimes we have to realise that it's us drawing near to him. How close can you get to God? Well, how close have you pursued God? And I want to encourage you today that it is a holy thing to pursue the presence of God. I remember growing up, there was a book called The God Chasers, and I absolutely loved this book. It was a book about um, a man who, in his church, the church dedicated themselves to chasing after the presence of God, to pursuing God and his presence and knowing him more, and how God just would visit the church in in, in a supernatural way. Miracles would break out. The church saw amazing things happen because they had a heart that were God chasers. And I want to encourage you today to have a heart that's a God-chasing heart, a heart that seeks after him. I'm telling you there is nothing greater in your life that you will ever do than pursue the heart of God. There is nothing greater. And so today I want to encourage you to pursue his heart like never before. But we see here in this scripture, it's really interesting, that it's not just drawn near to me and that's it. No, no, there's a second part to it. There's actually, if you like, a condition that's attached to it. And we're going to look at that for a few minutes today. The thing that's about God and knowing him and knowing who he is, is that the key to knowing him is actually by listening to his voice. How do we listen to his voice? Well, we read the scripture. We spend time waiting and knowing him. We spend time listening to the Holy Spirit. And by doing so, when we hear what he's saying to us, We get to know him more. You know, the way that you actually get to know somebody is by listening. And then secondly, how do you listen? Well, you have to draw near. The way that I hear you in conversation is I have to lean in to your conversation. I know a few times I've been in cafes or in restaurants or or social settings and somebody's talking to me and and often, you know, I can't hear what they're saying and I, I have to stop and actually lean in, lean forward to actually hear what they're saying. And when it comes to drawing near to God, we have to first understand that we draw near to him by listening to what he's saying and we listen to what he's saying by it's drawing near. It's a powerful thing. And today we're going to just really set you up for a whim when it comes to how do you draw near to God? How do you be somebody who actually knows God's heart and hears his voice? Because it's a dangerous prayer. It's a prayer that will be answered, but it's a prayer that also has a cost. And let's look at that for a moment. It says here in, in, in James chapter 4, it says, Cleanse your hands. It says, cleanse your hands, you sinners. You know, it's so important that we come before God with clean hands. In Psalm chapter 24, verse 3 and 4, if you're going to turn there, feel free to turn there. Psalm 24, verse 3 and 4, it says this. It says, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, Who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. You see, we see here that God wants us to be able to stand and to approach him. But the way we do that is by having clean hands. How do you get clean hands? Well, hey, we're talking about clean hands a lot right now, aren't we, church? Everywhere you go, you go into Coles, Woolworths, there's someone there with a hand sanitizer. I think it's great. Uh, There's a lot of talk about having clean hands for good hygiene. The thing is about clean hands is that you actually have to, you have to put them under a process. What is the process with God? Well, the process with God is knowing Jesus and the blood of Jesus, knowing that he forgives us of our sin, knowing that we actually come before God In forgiveness of sin and he cleans our hands of all the dirtiness of all the guilt of all the shame of all the things that actually cause us to have dirty hands he gives us clean hands and I want to encourage you today to approach God and to draw near to God we have to have clean hands forgiveness of sin through the redemption work of Jesus Christ the second thing is this if you're writing notes is that we have to have pure hearts and we see that in James chapter 4. It says, purify your hearts. What does that mean? Well, it says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 8. It says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will or shall see God. Who wants to see more of God in their life? Well, the way we do it is by having a pure heart. How do we have a pure heart? Well, we have a heart that is actually set apart for God. You know that you are set apart for God. You're not like everybody else if you have been saved and set free by Jesus. What it means is that you have a heart that is pure before God. But just like with anything, you have to make sure that you maintain that purity. How do you you, uh, contaminate um, a clean glass of water? Here's a glass of water here delicious. How do I contaminate that? Well, I let things into that that actually cause it to be contaminated. Dirt, bugs, who knows, all types of things. And what happens is that becomes something that's undrinkable. You know, God desires us to have pure hearts, not to be legalistic. We are saved by his grace, but to have hearts that are set apart for him. What does that mean? How are the things affecting you that you let into your life? You know, it says in Proverbs, above all things, guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life. You know, one of the most important things you can do is to guard the well, the clean water of your heart. Make sure the voices you're listening to are are good. Make sure the people you're around are going to build you up. Make sure the music and what you're watching and all those things are going to be things that are going to help you become a better person and a better kingdom person And by doing so, we have pure hearts. A pure heart is important when it comes to God. The third thing is this, is that it says, um, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. And then it says, you double-minded. So the third thing is this, is that we have to have minds that are set on him. Don't be double-minded. Don't be half in, half out. Have a mind that is set on him. I love that it says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 it says let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and let our bodies be washed with pure water. I love here it says let us draw near with what in full assurance of faith. You see when you are, when you have a faith what happens is you have a set mind. You believe. You go, I believe. I'm sure of what I hope for. I'm certain of what I don't yet see. And we have to approach God that way. To draw near to God, you have to have a heart that is actually set on him. It's okay sometimes when doubts come in. Doubts are part of life, but deal with the doubt. Deal with those things and let faith rise so that you can have a heart that draws near to God. Because let's be really honest, you can't draw near to God if you don't believe he's real. So we have to get to a place of having a faith and believing that he is real, that he is there, that he is for us, and then we can draw near to him. But don't be double-minded. I want to encourage you on that. Make sure that your affections are not um, double, not given to two different things. Make sure that you protect the affection of your heart. The Bible talks about not loving money and loving God. Two affections. Make sure that your heart is full of affection for God, and by doing so, what happens is is that we have hearts that are set on Him. I love that. It says in Colossians chapter three, verse two, it says, "Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth." Make sure that you set your affections on Him, not on the things of the earth. But on Him. I just love the fact that God's heart is to draw near to us. I want to encourage you today that there is so much joy that happens when you draw near to God. A couple of things that do happen is this. Number one, we know His love. We know more of His love. You know, His love, His perfect love drives out all fear. It says this in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. It says, I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. And I love the fact that when we seek God uh, with all of our heart that we will find him and find his love. He loves those who love him. Today, I, want, I just want to speak over your life an increased revelation of the love of God. You know, you are so secure and I am so secure when I understand his love for me. When God's love fills my heart and my mind, Fear has to dissolve. And part of drawing near to God is knowing that his love is for me and is greater. You know, the Bible says nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing can separate you. So today I encourage you, receive his love. The second thing is this, when we draw near to God, we have the joy of knowing his heart. And it says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 6, it says, let us with confidence Draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in help in times of need. Right now, our society needs help. We need more of God. We need more of his grace. And I want to encourage you that when you draw near to God, that you actually uh, understand more of his heart towards you. You see, God's heart towards you cannot be measured. It is so great. It is so deep. It is so advanced. It is so glorious And it's something that he gives to you as you draw near to him. I love this one. The third thing is this, is that when we draw near to God, we have the joy of becoming more like him. And this is one of the greatest things, becoming more like him in his love. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. If you want to turn there, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. It says this, it says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Therefore, be imitators of God. Hey, how do you become more like God? You draw near to him. You spend time with him. You get to know his heart. You get to know his love. You get to know his passion for you. And by doing so, we become more free, more uh, in love with him and become better imitators of Christ in our life. So just as we finish today, I want to just finish with a couple of quick tips for you, some wisdom for you when it comes to how do you draw near to God? There are some things you can do in your life today that actually help you draw near to God. Number one, I want to encourage you that you need to have a redemptive heart. And Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And if you want to come to God, if you want to draw near to God, the holy pursuit, the greatest thing you'll ever do is to draw near to God. You have to start at having a redemptive heart through Jesus Christ. And if you're home today or you're in podcast right now and you don't have him as your Lord and Saviour, ask him into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sin. Ask Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour and to give you a new start. And he promises that his grace is sufficient for you. The second thing is this, to draw near to God. You have to have a worshipful heart. It says this in Psalm 22, verse 3. Why don't you turn there if you want? Psalm 22, verse 3. It says, Yet... You are enthroned as the one who is holy on the praises of Israel. You know that when you worship God, when you have a heart of worship, when you approach him, he draws near to you. Number two, having a heart that is worshipful. Today I encourage you to be somebody who worships God, somebody who is passionate about worshipping God. His praise, our praise, um, he inhabits our praise. He loves to hear his children cry out and and worship him. Make sure that you have a household of praise. The third thing and final thing is this. If you want to draw near to God, you need to have a still heart. A still heart. It says in Psalm 46.10, Psalm 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. And i will be exalted among the nations i will be exalted among the earth being still before god causes us to slow down causes us to let all the noise die down and it's in the moment of stillness that we get a revelation of how powerful and great our god is if you want to be drawing near to god today make sure you have moments of meditation moments of stillness before him You know, as we finish today, I want to encourage you that God's heart for you is to draw near, that his heart for you is to be so close to you, to be your best friend, to be your companion. The Holy Spirit's heart is so for you that we have to understand that there is a cost, and the cost is having a purity of heart, having a heart that is hungry for him, a heart that is set on him. And by doing so, God promises, draw near to me, And I will draw near to you. I want to finish with some questions for you to ask yourself at home or on podcast. And have a discussion if you're on a a Zoom chat or with with some family and friends. Number one, why is it important that we draw near to God? Why is it important that we draw near to God? Number two, what can stop us from drawing near to God? What are some things that can stop you or challenge you from drawing near to God? And number three, how do you personally draw near to God? How do you, in your own way, draw near to God? I just wanna encourage you as we finish, God's heart is for you. I'm gonna pray a prayer of blessing over you right now. We're gonna do a bit of a commissioning uh, right now over you and your family. And I just pray that you just have a fresh passion to pray the dangerous prayer of drawing near to God. So why don't you just close your eyes. Father God, I thank you so much for every single person listening or watching right now. And Holy Spirit, I just pray your blessing upon every one of them. I pray your protection over them. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would uh, meet them in a powerful and a fresh way. And Lord, that we would be a people who would be passionate about drawing near to you. I thank you, Lord, that you want to draw near to us. And today we say yes, we will draw near to you and know your heart in Jesus' powerful name be blessed. Thanks church. See you next week. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.